Thanks for checking out this Right Mix for Business presentation. Remember, if you need to bling your blog or you need help with any content assets for your business, write Mix for Business. Yep. Listening to the Mix Sizzle and Shake Your Business podcast. This is Sue Ann with Right Mix for Business, and today, da da da, da we're so lucky to have again thriving full throttle on social media with our guest Lisa Sicard. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Sue Ann. How are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm so glad you're here, Lisa. I love when you're on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I love being here. Thank you. <laughs> you're quite welcome. And our guests seem to really be responding to having you on the show. I've been getting lots of nice comments about how much uh, information that you're tooling out, and I love it that people are enjoying it. So, Lisa, there are so many things we can talk about when it comes to Twitter tools. So I'm going to try to put things in some kind of a little bit of order about what we cover today. And first, I thought we'd talk about a couple of the tools that you mentioned in our last episode with you when we were talking Twitter for business. Sound good? Sounds good, Suyan. Okay, so uh, let's get right into it then. You mentioned using the IFTTT or If This Then That IFTTT app which I put a link in on our last um, uh, article to go with the Twitter show that we just did. But we mentioned the IFTT app to add visuals when sharing from Instagram to Twitter, for example. Did you say that that also works with Facebook to Twitter? No, it does not. Aha. Uh-huh. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. That's Only good with Instagram, know. I have not seen anything with Facebook. I still see people who tweet stuff from Facebook that there's no image and it's kind of pointless. You know, it's a, a wasted tweet. Are there other ways that you use the if this, then that, the if it in I conjunction do. I, with managing your Twitter? I do, and I'm not sure I'm going to continue to. Oh, tell us about that. Yeah, I, I use it to thank new followers. So when a new person follows me on Twitter, it automatically goes out and says, thank you for following, following, you know. And then I can look at their profile. If I want to engage more, I do. If it seems like it's someone I don't want to engage with, I don't. But after my last Twitter suspension, I'm starting to not be so sure about continuing using the tool. Honestly. Search. Really? Yeah. You think that 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 could be a penalty because you're automating the thank you? It could be, yeah. Oh my goodness, I do that. It's interesting because the Twitter rules are very vague. They're not black and white. They are very gray. And they say anything you do to gain the system, you know, is against the rules. So now I'm wondering, is using that if it tool part of that? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a good note because I do that too. That's the, that's kind of the only automation that I'm really faithful about is just to say, thank you for following. I don't 
do a ton of automation otherwise. So that's a great note and we better look into that or rethink yes. our use of that. Okay, so here's another thing. Now, you seem to be getting a different result, but I'm not sure, maybe I'm doing something wrong. But when I share my videos, which since I'm now doing videos, <laughs> especially with Ryan Bidoff, hi Ryan. Um, but if I share videos from Vimeo, uh, or even my YouTube channel to Twitter straight from those videos, it doesn't include a visual. It just gives a link. And in the case of, of um, Vimeo, it didn't even give me the title of the, of the video. Like at least YouTube will give you the title of the video with the link. But with, and, and I just did this last night to make sure I'm not crazy because I thought when I shared video, Vimeo, it wasn't coming up. But is there any way, or what do you know about, because they don't seem to include using a visual to get the video. I tested it this morning and they both worked for me. I'm wondering if it's because maybe you're logged in, maybe you're logged in or you're just sharing the link, but I use the actual share button. And I tweeted out from the Vimeo, is that correct pronunciation? Yeah, Vimeo. Vimeo. Mm -hmm. I shared from there and you could see the video along with the text on the side. It looked nice, it was like embedded. But the oh my goodness, maybe that's it. Maybe I'm trying to, do, to um, share it when I'm like- Logged in. Logged in on YouTube or Vimeo and not like as a user. And maybe that's the difference. But YouTube should be okay when you're logged in because I do that and those come out well too. I mean, I've shared them natively you know on twitter and i've also used agora pulse i have a client that does a lot of youtube and i share his youtube to twitter and linkedin and they do they do pop up nice in the feed really what well, um use youtube is facebook they don't play together yeah that is really weird because um it doesn't seem to now I wonder if it matters what device you share from i was on desktop this morning when i did it okay because i'm wondering if i was on either my phone or my iPad and maybe that I'm going to have to experiment because I do not like sharing a video and no video showing that seems really like not too smart. And, you know, again, you're pointing out that like putting something up there with no reference or no visual to draw people in is a mistake. So I'm going to have to look into that. And you other people might want to make a note too about checking whether you're sharing your videos properly and getting, you know, actual visuals, yes. which a video, of course you want the visual, right? Yeah, and they really help. Here's another oh, question geez. about that, or I should throw in for those who, since uh, Lisa mentioned Vimeo, what's, uh, what about Vimeo? The reason that I use Vimeo and not just YouTube as my channel for video has to do with the ability to A, not have any commercials pop into your videos like YouTube does. You won't have any ads pop in and you won't go from your work to somebody else's work, which happens when you share YouTube on your, even on your website, you'll get other, you know, other stuff on, you can't, you have no control of the, of the box that you display it in. And you also have, you know, YouTube's advertising that jumps in. So if you're doing a course, 
as an example. You don't want, you know, to be bringing in, I don't think, other advertising and other people's videos and what have you. You want to keep it strictly to showing what you're offering. And so that's one of the reasons that I have Vimeo because it, it's, it doesn't give you any advertising. It, keep, it lets you uh, make your player kind of uh, customized and um, it lets you lock things if you're doing things in a course, stuff like now, that. Now, is that also the free version or do you have to pay for extra for that? I'm paying extra, but not a lot. It's, okay. it's inexpensive. It, it's, um, it's one of my lesser expensive subscriptions. <laughs> and I've got to clean out some of my subscriptions. I don't know about you, but they- Yeah, I've got to look into that because Donna Morell always recommended that too. Yeah, and that's the reason why, yep. some of the reasons in case, since you had said about, what is it, Vimeo? I thought maybe I should talk a little more. Yeah. Anyway, you mentioned a way also to check or or follow and unfollow, like check uh, whether you're getting bots on your Twitter and you use a tool for that. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I actually have two tools. Oh, yay. There's two tools. Uh, one is the free, it's, it's through email and it's called Tweets, Tweets Map. And you sign up for it and they send you an email every week and they send you who unfollowed you, who followed you, what your follow account is. Oh, cool. What to do is go right from the email and maybe unfollow some people that unfollowed me if I wasn't interested. Awesome. And it's free? It's free. Okay. We got to get a link for that in the, yep. in the article. Okay, yeah. go ahead. But since the Twitter suspension, I've gotten a little shy logging into Twitter with the tools. So what I do is I just look at the usernames, go on Twitter, get the username, and then unfollow if I want to unfollow. So I'm Rather not, than doing it through the email, get the information them, on the email and then yes. go to the Twitter stream. Yeah, instead of logging in through them. Smart. Yes. As always, Lisa. Yeah. Good. And, what and other the other tool I also use is my Agora Pulse, of course. When, I, when I'm in the inbox on Agora Pulse with Twitter, it shows me who every person that I'm conversing with, whether they follow me or not. Oh, that's great. Even on Twitter with the new layout, you can see who follows you or not, which is new. I mean, the new layout came out just a few months ago. And if you look closely, you can see whether people follow or not. That's awesome. Ways. That's awesome because yeah. I think it's important. Um, we talked a little bit about it on the last show about how you want your followers to be like on topic and how it's important that you relate with people who are in your same, you know, I guess f sphere of interest or especially if you're on there for business, like we're talking about Twitter for business, right. you know, to be a professional business Twitter, you kind of have to pay attention more, I think, to who you follow and unfollow and follows you and so forth, because you want to use the tool most effectively. And if people don't follow you back, they're not seeing your stuff. You're just seeing their stuff. So keep that in mind. Now, it doesn't mean you shouldn't follow people that you're interested in that don't follow you back. You know, sometimes I like you well enough, I'll follow you anyway, or I'm interested enough, but um, I, just keep that in mind, I think. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I tend to do as well. Okay, now let's just go ahead and dive into the not so always so personal, but often quite effective tool for Twitter. And that is something you just touched on with um, Agora Pulse, but automation for your tweets. What do you use for this function? Probably Agora Pulse. And why is this good and bad for tweeting for business results? I actually use three tools. Aha! Uh -huh. 
Agora Pulse is the main tool. I spend most of my time in the Agora Pulse dashboard, schedule most of my tweets in Agora Pulse. I used to be able to schedule five of them at a time, like for five times, but with the new Twitter rules, they're saying you shouldn't do that anymore. So I can really only schedule one tweet like two times and really space it out over a few weeks. And it's real easy to do with Agora Pulse with their calendar. So I usually go to my blog, look up a lot of my, you know, I have over, I had over 600 blog posts until I condensed, as we talked about earlier. I've got about over 400 now. So I can schedule Quite a few to pick from. Yeah, lots to pick from all different times and days. And I try to refresh the graphics so they're not always the same graphics. So it does take time, but the tool helps to keep a schedule for you and makes it quicker. But when I'm in there, I can also respond to people on Twitter. I don't have to be on Twitter. I can be in Agora Pulse. Oh, that saves so, a step. They're about 30 minutes, I believe, 30 to 50 minutes behind, though. So, like, first thing in the morning, I can check everything through the night. At the end of the day, I can check and see if there was something I might have missed in the past few hours if I'm not live on Twitter. You can also see if the people that are you're engaging with are your ambassadors, if they're your followers. Um, there's all kind of stats for each person. I can even, I can see on the side, like, what their website is, where they live, you know, their, what city they're from. So, it's really... Wow. Now, the other tool I use is... That's really specific information that you're able to get through the Agora Pulse. Yes. Yep. That's very interesting. Yep. And the prices start $79 a month. So if you have, you know, just, I believe it's up to 10 accounts for the $79 a month. Um, it's really a great tool. The only thing they don't have is the blog feeds. And I still use the buffer for feeds. I have, um, oh, in other words, you draw people's RSS into yes. Your... yes. So I use the buffer for that. And also I just started because I've been noticing Gail Gardner from GrowMap using DLVR. And that's another one you can use for the feeds. And I just started just doing a few of them just to kind of test it out. You'll have to get me that link, too, because I've never heard of DLVR. But let me tell you, Gail Gardner has given me a few good tips that I've never heard of over the years. Let me tell you for real. I yeah. really appreciate Gail's insight. She's taught me a lot of tricks. So uh, that's cool. If it came from her, I bet you it turns out good. Um, how about, do you, have you ever heard of Social Bee? I have not heard of Social Bee. I just picked it up because somebody actually recommended it at, because at the time it was being offered through a, an AppSumo deal. Mm -hmm. And, you know, AppSumo deals are the deals. That's where I get my deposit photos faithfully. <laughs> mm -hmm. We know I love playing in deposit photos. But um, the deal was uh, for the social, but the reason that I got was interested in it, besides the low price and great deal offered, is that you can do what you're talking about that you were doing with Agora Pulse, where you can have something repeated on your stream over time. So yep. you can put your evergreen posts in a calendar for an extended period of time to schedule out. Now, I haven't really started working with the tool yet, but I'm going to do that. And I might even try to record 
myself getting on and getting it started so other people can see if it, you know, if how right. he, because look, if I can get on and if it works for me, that's a good sign, people. I'm a little slow on the tech, but, but yeah, so that's one for that reason. And, um, you know, price wise, you know, Agora Pulse, if you're a social media person, if that's part of what you do for business, I don't know how you'd live without it from what I don't you know, I understand yeah. been reading, but what you write about it and so forth. Yeah, it's true. I did save my vacation because I had a freelancer that was able to monitor 26 social media accounts and respond to everything from her mobile device through Agora Pulse. Super. I mean, that unbelievable. Yeah. So in, besides having 10 accounts that you can manage, you can also have other admin help in through yes. that. Yes. You can have a whole team. Wow, that is so cool, Lisa. You yeah. always tell us something new and exciting. Now, are there specific rules like you started to mention about, around the use of these automated tools? It seems like it's getting to be more so. It does, it does. And it's mostly Twitter um, that you know concerns me with the tools. Um, and it, it's, I just did a video, I just posted it on Twitter about the suspension and it was on my other account, Inspire to Thrive, where I really don't use tools. I use most of my tools on Lisa Pat B. So wow. it kind of surprised me, but it really made me look over things and say, gee, you know, they keep talking about automation. They keep talking about automation. And then my other team person in Agora Pulse was trying to schedule stuff for me. And she got a message from them saying, you shouldn't be scheduling five at a time. And I'm like, I've been doing five at a time. So I've, I've if you can schedule five at a time, it's not quite as useful. Well, it's, it's Twitter's rules, though. You don't want to lose your Twitter. Oh, I see. It's okay. Yeah. So on other platforms, you can schedule yeah. a month out. But on Twitter, yeah. you got to be careful. Because I, I also use them for LinkedIn. So I do repeat a lot with LinkedIn. I also um, I do, do some Facebook on there. Um, and you it can should be interesting when I try social B too, to see how Twitter reacts to scheduling out. Right. That was, to me, that was a selling point that I could like set up like evergreen stuff that you want to, and also take a little, look, I'm a do it yourself Twitter. And so are you for the most part, we're actually the ones talking to people and scheduling stuff. And, you know, we're actually present in our Twitter yeah. screen. But um, I think that you need to keep your stream, especially as you grow, and you pointed that out, I think, on our first um, interview, uh, as you grow, you have to keep your feed going stronger. And so you, you almost, you know, it's almost a need at that point to use these tools. But um, if you're going to be penalized, that's a serious, you know, consideration. Yeah, definitely. So what tools do you use to streamline that checking for follow and unfollow status? Oh, we already talked about that. And then Yeah, there's one other tool though, Sue and that I didn't mention is Brand24. Oh. Uh, Brand24 is a social mention tool. And a lot of times I don't know that someone's mentioned me on social if they're not tagging me. But with social... Right. I'm able to get it. And it, it's, it's different than a Google alert because Google alert is mostly for news. If you're on a news site, oh. 24 covers all the social. Oh, and, and is it free or is it a paid? Um, I know they have a free trial. They gave me a free uh, term because I wrote a post about them years ago and they've kept me on and I love it. And I'm always, you know, bragging about it because it is, it's a great, it's a great tool. And you I'll can, have to check into that. 
you can put your name in, you can put your company name in, and you'll get all the social mentions, and it shows you what other bloggers talk about you on their blog, and it's wow. true. Sometimes you don't know that you mentioned on a blog, so then you can go back and comment. Oh, and, that's super cool. And I have a client that does a lot of blogging, and I've used his, and he's getting all these the stuff from me that he's like, how did you find this? Because I have Google alerts, and I'm like, well, I have a social mention tool that I use, and yeah. yeah, because if Google, I didn't know Google, I guess I didn't know what Google, I mean, I, I did put my, especially my first company, you know, a few years ago, I put that name in um, on the Google alerts, but I don't even know if I did write Mix for Business or or my name, but um, I thought, I guess I thought they, that would include all mentions, but social is where you, where the mentions are most prominent. So I would think you might need brand 24, everybody brand 24. Another hot tip from Lisa. Yeah, that's a good one. You always have good ones, Lisa. I know there's okay. a few other ones out there. There's a few, you know, a few different tools, but they're all mentioned tools. I love, uh, I love that you are so on top of it. And as you point out often um, on your feeds, social changes consistently and constantly, everybody. So, you know, you really yes. need someone like Lisa to stay on top of it because it's hard to keep up. I'm so glad that you're going to be joining our show and talking about social, Lisa, with Thriving Full Throttle with Lisa on social. Um, but anyway, I'm guessing that you also get quite a bit of data and analytics for your use of Twitter for yourself and your clients. And I'm also guessing that you use Agora Pulse, as you mentioned, for a lot of those services. But what other ways are there or do you recommend for keeping an eye on your Twitter analytics, Lisa? Well, Twitter itself has the analytics. And I, I'll try to look at them every month. You go into the analytics dashboard and it kind of tells you who your top followers are, who the top tweets are, people that are tweeting with you, like, you know, who's got the most, I hate to use the word clout, but I don't know what other word to use. Um, and then it also tells you about your audience. It'll tell you like what your audience interest is. And my audience is most interested in dogs, as you can hear, my dog. <laughs> I love it, we were waiting for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's like just an interesting tidbit. Number one audience, the biggest thing is dogs, weather, and technology. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. And, and it, it can change. You know, sometimes you go another month and you'll see that those stats have changed a little bit. That no. must be why I attract B2B because I, my, my analytics are like marketers and uh, business, I don't know, executive, I don't know. I skew a little differently. I don't skew yeah. towards the doggies, although I love them. <laughs> so you're saying <clears throat> look for top followers, look for your, where, your, you know, most tweets, look for your clout client, your clout uh, contacts, I guess. Those are some of the things that you're looking at. Do you look at engagement or any of those? Yeah, my engagement's been sticking around 0.8%. Um, a couple times it's gotten over the 1%. Um, and that's about average. I mean, that's not, you know. I guess the bigger the list that you have, that you have a huge following. So 1% a big number, even though it seems like 1%. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in your case, that's big. Um, how often then you say one month, a monthly? Yeah, I usually check them every month and kind of just, you know, see what's going on and what's changed. And unless, unless I noticed that this, like, like it got real quiet on Twitter 
if I say, gee, I, don't, I haven't had any anybody, you know, in a few days, what's going on? I might go look at the analytics. But other than that, once a month. So then how do you analyze with your analytics? What do they show you that makes you, or in, in what way do you adjust then your Twitter strategy? Like you're, you're saying, if you notice you Well, when I noticed that the interest was dogs, I was like, gee, I guess I got to put some more pictures of Hunter up on Twitter once in a while. You know, I got to share a little bit about my dog. You know, people love dogs. Yeah. Um, and you just happen to have one. How can Yeah. <laughs> so... So there's an example of like looking at the at the statistics or the analytics and then putting that towards you know a favorable result for you. Right. Are there any other examples you can give us, Lisa? That's really it. I mean, the other one was the weather. You know, so I and I have a love of weather. So if there's a big storm or something, I I still think you need a green screen and practice your weather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> I'm too funny, huh? Well, Lisa, I think that, is there anything that we missed today? I think we covered all the questions that we had in mind. I think so. I think you did cover very well, Suyan. You were very organized today. And if anyone, you know, has further questions, reach out because we can include that in our next show. Um, I think this is so interesting and so informative uh, for using Twitter for business. It's a surefire way to mix, sizzle, and shake your business. And I can't wait for the next visit on Thriving Full Throttle on social media with Lisa. And I'm thinking, Lisa, we should talk more about tools for Twitter. But this time on our next show, let's talk about some of the fancy schmancy tools within the Twitter app itself. Does that sound good to you, Lisa? Well, it sounds very good, Sue Ann. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you again for being here with me on the Mizzy Biz podcast. And we'll talk again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>